Today on the Zabecast, Notorious J.A.Y. runs roughshod on a slew of topics from the farce that was the movie Moneyball to a guy who wanted 150 bucks to clean out his gutters. We also talk about Dwight Howard's total not gayness and handicap a possible Antoine Dotson versus Bagel Bite boxing match. All that plus Joe Cool's crib is on the market. Your bonus, 45 minutes, a little old me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thursday, July 17, 2019. In fact, Thursday, July 18, 2019. Thank you for joining me. I could have edited that out, but why do you want that? You want some organic material on the show, right? All right. A couple of emails, and we'll get right to Jay, because he is one of your favorites out there. Neil Shepard in Wisconsin says, Steve just wanted to say the episode that aired today with Carol Maloney was great. Something totally different and a very interesting perspective from a woman's eyes in the business that we don't often hear. Keep up the good work and crap to you. Crap to you as well, Neil. Enjoy your crummy day. Bill Davidson from my future hometown of Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Zabe, as one of those one percenters who goes long stretches without writing and has never called any of your shows, but is always here listening, I wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed the Tuesday Zabe cast with your guest, John Ronis. Those Bill Conti and Dream On breakdowns were epic. It was as if you guys took us along with you on a couple of musical roller coaster rides. And by the way, who wouldn't enjoy your closing with meth gators? Thank you for the years of entertainment and laughs, Bill Davidson. Well, thank you very much as well, Bill. Send your feedback, Zabe at yahoo.com, including the negative feedback, which I don't usually read on the Zabecast, but I, I hear it. I, I read it. I internalize it. I accept it as genuine feedback, and I factor it into everything. But I don't generally read. Like, there are some contributors to the Zabecast who are not liked by some people. They're like, ah, I don't like this guy. I don't get this guy. No, boo. It's not that I don't read that, and it's not that you're necessarily wrong in certain ways. It's just I'm not going to read that on the air because that could be hurtful to one of the guys that we have on. Or gals. If you if you if there is somebody who's not working out, you will just sort of not hear from them either as often, or they might get phased out. But I like the I like the lineup that we've got. I like the lineup that is now growing, and I think we've got more and more options. We're at the point where I'm I'm having a hard time getting everybody in. Charch is due for tomorrow, and that would mean Ron would miss this week and Mr. X would miss this week. And I like both those guys. But Couldn't get everybody in. That's just the way it goes. Time to check in with our man. Notorious. Notorious. J. A. Y. Notorious. Hello. Hello, J. Wow, listen to this. Good uh, connection also. Hey, don't, let's not fucking jinx it right out of the gates. Good right, okay. afternoon, right. Jay. How was Camden Yards yesterday, hun? You went well, to- the fact that the Nats, the Nats won was shitty, but the 12,000 people that were there with me, they loved it. 
So that was the attendance yesterday. It, it, um, if it was more than fifteen thousand, I will eat my hat. It, it couldn't have been more than fifteen thousand. And what is a, what is a normal night, given the woeful state of the Orioles? Is it less than that? I thought there would have been a decent chunk of Nats fans that would 8, have made 000. the ride north. So really, only about four thousand. How was the split in terms of the general fan base? Uh, it was fifty-fifty. It, it, you couldn't really tell because. Again, when there's an empty stadium, you can't really tell. Like, you know, well, right. it's, unlike football, where you can, like when the Giants play the Redskins, you can see the Giants fans. Did you see any but, fights between Oriole fans and Nationals no, fans? No, not, not any fights. You know why? Because our fan base is soft. Well, I always like to make the joke, what can Nats fans crow about? Your woeful ineptitude in playoff series. What? What can? The what can fact, they hang their hats on? The fact, the fact that you overpaid for, for uh, uh, Jason know, Worth. We didn't. Well, oh, yeah. <sighs> digging way back on that one there. By the way, what? as an Oriole Two fan, years ago. as an Ori- <laughs> as an Oriole fan, you got nothing to talk shit about because I you, didn't say we could talk shit. Well, you were. Sounds like shit was coming out of your mouth. No, no. You you said were there any fights? I'm like, what can these two fan bases fight oh, about? Oh, okay. You're saying like, yeah, that would be pretty weak of them to say that. Well, yeah. it's also let's be honest. You know, Washington is a white collar town, not a blue collar town. It's a political town. It's a wonk town. Yes, the the baseball fans that go to Nats Park, they all spill out after they're done lobbying and doing Capitol Hill shit. They're not getting in no car and driving up. I ninety five to Baltimore, no. hun. No, no way. It's 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 a well, it's, it's a lot of guys coming from downtown Baltimore. Their law firms with their Nationals uh, jerseys tucked into their khaki pants, <laughs> which drives me insane. By the, the way, the jersey tuck in. <laughs> yeah, and and a visor, and a visor. That that is so weak. That is so yes. bad. But Matt Adams, big fat Matt Adams, big fella, big country, hit Utah Street with a home run yesterday, which is pretty hard to do. And some are saying he might be big enough to someday hit the warehouse. Nobody's hit the warehouse except for Ken Griffey Jr. at the All-Star Home Run Derby. Right? Yes. Yes. And the, well, I think you I, might be right. I thought he hit one, though. It was a Saturday game, which I was at. The Orioles were playing the Mariners, and Ken Griffey hit one off. There was a lever for the Orioles named Brad Pennington, who threw like 100, and he threw Ken Griffey a high fastball, and it came in at 100, and it went out at 150. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, Ken Griffey says, by the way, it's the, it's the best, one of the best home runs he's ever hit. I thought he hit the warehouse then, but I think you, you're right about him hitting one. Going the All Star Game, which I, by the way, I can't I can't believe that nobody else. That's a poke too, but still, I'm at some of the bad pitching that we've seen here. I'm surprised nobody else has done it. That ballpark has stood the test of time. It still is still has not aged. It's like a good. It's like uh It's like Cindy Morgan, Crawford. It's the Morgan, Cindy. I was going to say Morgan Fairchild. Okay, it's the, the Elmick, the Elmick Pearson, perhaps the Heidi Klum right. of ballparks. It is just fucking gorgeous and what's great about camden yards the way they built it next to the b what what is it the bno 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 railroad the bno railroad and the bno warehouse and they gutted yes. the warehouse and they've there's offices in there right team yep. offices and yep 
maybe a Cinnabon and perhaps a candy store or something like that? It, it has some restaurants in there. Um, Rick Dempsey has a restaurant there. Oh. It, it, has a, like, it has a bunch of pubs and stuff like that built does, into the warehouse. Does Oil Can Boyd have a restaurant in there? Well, he didn't play here, so I hope he doesn't. Uh, yeah, you're right. I got to think of X. Does uh, does does Al Bumbry have a Al, Al Bumbry does not have a restaurant there. <laughs> okay. Does Ken the... Singleton have a restaurant in there? Well, he he does games for the Yankees now, so he's no, he no, he's still beloved around here. But does he John does Lowenstein have a cafe? Has, in no there? one's seen John Lowenstein in like ten years. Really? He's like, yeah, he's like. Missing in action because they were doing a they did a story about this maybe a year ago. How like you know he's because he was my favorite color analyst and he was he and Mel Proctor sure did the games on HTS and then all of a sudden he disappeared. Oh, uh, but wait, before we get into whatever you want to, uh, did I did tell you how much I hated Bohemian Rhapsody the movie, not the performance of the lead the, the guy who played the lead, the lead actor. singer right 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 okay second on that list of biopics that i hate that everybody loves it's on right now moneyball i fucking hate moneyball <laughs> it's another fantasy which they conjured up like this oakland A's team this ragtag bunch of ragamuffins almost won the al west they never mentioned in the movie some guy named barry zito some guy named mark Mulder, some guy named tim hudson a roided up in Geltahada, eric chavez Ramon Hernandez. They never mentioned. They just mentioned um, Scott Hattieberg. Like, like uh, Scott Hattieberg was the reason. I hate movies like this. That's why I hate. Remember the Titans. I hate. Remember the Titans. Another made-up fantasy. How about nah. how about the fact that Brad Pitt played Billy Bean? I don't mind that. No, no, I, that I, I don't. I Billy Bean's a good-looking guy. Brad Pitt. I've seen pictures. Yeah, Brad Pitt's a handsome man. We can say that, right? Oh, Brad Pitt's top five male-looking dude in the world. He's up there with George I, Clooney and up there with Ryan Reynolds. He's dreamy, but I, Jay. <laughs> but I hate when, when Hollywood makes this shit up and expects me. I remember seeing this movie in the theater going, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, because of Hada? What? That's, they didn't win because of David Justice. No, I, I well, oh, it's shit. it's one of the few movies, one of the few sports movies that does not end in a dramatic big win in the big game. Right, it ends with them losing to Minnesota, which of course really did happen. Yes, right, and and it has what Billy Bean walking lonesome out of the stadium to go be with his daughter or something like that. And it has him turning down the Boston Red Sox. I can't remember how much he turned them down for, but. I think, oh, no, no, it hands him riding in a car, listening to a tape of his daughter singing. Very yeah, sweet. There you go. Very sweet, yeah. You know what's amazing, frankly, is that that movie was a financial hit. Oh, I can see why, because people will believe that, but... But, whoa, whoa, whoa wait real, a minute. Real, real baseball people go, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's zoom no. out. Let's zoom out for just a second and say, how is it possible to make a hit a hit movie about something as arcane as on-base percentage being the most important stat in baseball. That is so nerdy, and yet somehow it struck a chord with general audiences. I guess a lot of women dragged their boyfriends to the movie saying, I hear that you see Brad Pitt's dick in this movie. I'm going to go watch. I guess a lot of incendiary baseball fans watched the movie and believed the crap they were selling them. Incendiary? 
Yes. Sure that's the right word? That, that's the word I'm going with. <laughs> and, Incendiary. And I'm sure that they believe, it was like, wow, this team, they they overcame. And he's typing up incendiary. Incendiary. <laughs> Designed to cause fires or something that is uh, a person who stirs up conflict. There you go. Is that what you're looking for? Agitator, demagogue, rabble rouser, firebrand. So this movie was Inst- some made up shit. Okay. And and everybody believed it, like I said, and didn't go back, didn't go and go, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. This was like, if this team didn't win, they had the three best pitchers in baseball and the left side of the infield was, was filthy. So, yeah. Yeah. well, look, it's a sports movie. The sports movies always get, uh, and that's, but that's, sports movies are hard to do because, you know, but you got to make stuff up. Like I said, that's why I hate, remember the Titans. All right. Another, Other, yeah. Another one that they took great liberties with, uh, Friday night lights ended without winning the big game because they and lost, read, they right. lost the big game to Dallas the Carter. Next year, High. Won the next year, but I read that book and I was like, huh? They kind of stay true to that. I like Friday Night Lights, the movie. Never watched the TV show, despite the smoldering hot Connie Britton. Mm. You got it. You would like the book, the the, the Bissinger book. Yeah, probably would. Yeah, requires you would like it. requires reading though. Reading, yeah. Reading. But have, did you read Ball Four? No, I need to do that. I, I met Jim Bowden about oh, 2008, 2009 when they were filming. Uh, the movie with Reese Witherspoon and Owen Wilson. And? You you ought to know. And they had a lot of uh, ex-baseball players, and I was standing there, and I noticed it was Jim Bowden. Jim? We talked for like, we talked like, Jim, uh, we talked for like 15 minutes. Is Jim Bowden a good guy? Bad oh, guy? He, Something he talked to me for like 15 minutes about his book, because no. I said, well, not... it was one of the first books I read. It was, okay. it was awesome. Well, not a good guy. I mean, you think he's a good guy. I'm asking in the general sense, was he a good guy for peeling back the oh, cover oh, oh. of baseball the way he did? Well, he was, well, he was, he'd be called a snitch nowadays. Right. And I thought you didn't like snitches being from Baltimore. <laughs> yes, because I live, I live the life of the wild. Mur- yes, Murder that's, city, that's baby. True. I thought you lived by the code of the streets. <laughs> no, snitches get not. stitches, even when it comes to baseball books. All right. It's uh it's hot as shit right now in the summer. Yes. Dead of yes, summer. Yes, it is. Yes. I uh, I have realized I have become way too much of a bitch about this. I complain about it too much. I complain on the air too much about it. I am going to make a vow, Jay, and I hope to hold myself to it, to just shut the fuck up. It's hot. It's summer. This is the life we've chosen. Deal with it. Your thoughts? I would, I would like to, but you know what it's going to be on Friday and Saturday? Did you see the temps? 97. 97 and 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to bitch about that. And but by the way, right now I'm enjoying the greatest summertime treat of freeze pop. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I, they, they were on sale at BJ's for like five <laughs> bucks for like a, a thousand of them. A thousand of them, oh. right. And you know Thank what? You. They're still overpriced at five bucks for a thousand. Because <laughs> they, they got like one big gallon of chemical dye and a little bit of flavoring and water. And they just put it in molds. <laughs> And somehow, I'll, it's a delicious summertime treat. No, that yeah, is it is that is good right there. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to just deal with it and you know just say, come on, you got to go with it. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't care how hot it was. I remember how hot it was when I would play golf, and 
I didn't care. It was summer. I wanted to play golf. I dealt with it. You get older, you get softer. You get more of an air conditioning disease going on where if you're not in the AC, you're like, oh, God, this is the worst. So hold me to it, uh, ZabeCast listeners, if you hear me bitching about the weather. Okay? Good. Done. Moving right along. Dwight Howard insists I'm not gay. (laughs) Hey, Jay, is it good to have to insist on Christine Leahy's show, I'm not gay? I mean, it's almost like you doth protest too much at this point, Dwight. I I saw that this morning, I think it was. And it was like, huh? What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not I'm not going to touch this one with it, even though it's funny as hell. Yeah, I mean, look, were were there rumors? I don't remember when there were rumors. Well, yeah, there was because um, there was that that skank on, on Twitter that threatened to out him and talk about, you know, hey, you know that you're uh, so-and-so, so-and-so. Okay. I just don't, well, the fact that he had to say that on the show. Wait a By the way, are you By the way, he's, he's being sued by Mason Elijah. Here's the uh, audio. kind of. You can't hear him. Um, just, okay. it really just set me free. Okay. The situation, um, the allegation with you know a guy who said uh, ended up being a situation that was it went viral. Mm-hmm. People were talking about it, and it, it upset me because I didn't even know who the person was. And I'm like, why was somebody who I've never met, never had any contact with, make up a whole story about me? Yeah, it's the and darndest thing, isn't it, Jay? I saw all the hate, <laughs> the pure hate from people that I've never met before, just pile up. Everywhere I went against me. And I think that liberated me um, because I saw how a lot of people would feel, whether they're, they're gay, whether they're straight, whether they have issues. People are afraid to be who they are. They're afraid to just step out and be, like you said, um, because they're afraid of what other people might say or think right, about so them. So that's Dwight and Howard so that situation for you right there. Look, but, I don't right, care. Remember, we yeah. live in a world now, though. The, the guy who had the biggest song about two months ago, Little Nas X, came out as gay. I didn't ask it's, you about that either. But I'm going to say, it, see, it seems that all the uh, everybody on the United States women's soccer team is a lesbian, and they're beloved. So this is the best time to come out as gay. You get Being all, gay you is know, hot. It's yeah, hot to be it's gay. The, it's the, it's the cool, all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> right. But then if you say it that way, people will go, that's not how it works. People struggle their whole lives with their identity, and they, they've fought hard for their rights and acceptance to be able to be who they are and commit suicide and blah, 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 blah. How dare you make fun of it? But, okay. but, but yeah, it is, you're right. It's uh, Dwight Howard maybe could revive his career if he said he was gay. Harder to cut a guy because if you're like, Oh, you're cutting the gay guy, huh? You intolerant bastard. Hard to believe that. He's got like 19 kids. Yeah, which means he might swing both ways, which guy guy law ruling says if you go both ways, you're categorized as gay. No no offense. It's just that's the – it's sort of like Jadevian Clowney was labeled a defensive end slash linebacker (laughs) by the Texans, you know? (laughs) 
nothing like it. And, Cloud, and Cloudy's like, that's bullshit. I haven't played a linebacker in years. You're just trying to save money on me. So if you're well, uh, if you if you like sex with men and women, you're gay. There's something the nothing wrong. Line, with the great line by Andrew Dice Clay. Either you do suck dick or you do not suck dick. <laughs> that's, that's it. Right. There is no middle ground. Right. That's the dividing line. And if you're on one yeah. side, fine. If you're on the other, that's fine as well. Uh Giannis says he's got a shoe collection appro- approaching four thousand pairs of sneakers. I believe it. What is Jay Cottrell's sneaker collection at this time? Three pairs of Nikes. And that's white, it. White, gray, and black. That's it. Have you had a larger collection in the past? I have never had a shoe collection. I was really? never a, I was never a shoeophile. Man, that cuts against a lot of stereotypes, but okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I had to pay for my shoes. Oh. So I didn't have a hundred bucks to spend on something. Right. You valued your money. You're like, I ain't buying these overpriced shoes. So I guess yeah. you don't want a pair of Giannis Zoom Freak customs in your own custom designed colorways for a hundred and forty dollars. I'll be okay. Be, I'll be okay. <laughs> okay. What's I, a, I can get some I can get some big baller brand though. Oh, price. we're gonna talk about that in a second. By the way, uh what is a good price for shoes in your opinion? Seventy five bucks. That's your high end. That that's I will I will not go more than even though I spent a hundred bucks on cleats. Okay, but no seventy five bucks. That's it. Remember when Starberry changed the game with his discount shoes? Did he, you know anyone who had a pair of those things? And, and what were they called again? Were they called Starberries? Starberries, yeah. Yeah, I Stefan Marbury. Had one. The Starberry shoe, and they were sold out of this like mom and pop sneaker shop in Brooklyn, right? Either Brooklyn or no, 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 no. It wasn't in Brooklyn. There was a store that sold them, and I cannot remember. It was a, a store. It was kind of a chain store that sold them. Right. Berries. Bar- yeah. There you go, yeah. Jay. Berries. Exactly right. And uh, and they were not terrible, apparently, but they were super cheap. They were like ten dollars shoes, weren't they? I just never knew anyone who had a pair. And by the way, if you were like thirteen and had a pair of strawberries, I bet. Got clown to no end. Do you think that? Uh, I mean, do we are we still in the era in which kids will get beat up and have their shoes stolen? I think that era will never go away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That'll exactly. be a lasting era. But yeah. but it's not. It doesn't make news anymore, right? No. It no, used to it, be a big it, news it, item where you'd have these very thoughtful panels of white people on Sunday morning on the talk shows. What are we going to do about this? What does it say about the culture that these consumer products, these sneakers that are worn by youths who are idolizing Michael Jordan? Yes, the shoes are too expensive. Why do they have to be $100? Right. Uh, Starberry Inc., an American brand of sneakers and clothing endorsed by CBA player Stefan Marbury, was marketed by Stephen Berries. Stephen Berries. Launched in 2006, the shoes retailed for, what do you think? 20 bucks. $14.98. Which never bring, knew anyone who had a pair of those. Which brings us to the big baller brand. If the brand is not officially dead, it's all but dead. It's like the Texas grandmother who was left to rot in a bedroom for three years while the family just closed the door and didn't go in there. Did you see that story? No. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, grandmother falls, dies, and the daughter, who is like 50 or 48, just closes the door. She has a daughter. Uh, the granddaughter was a teenager, and they lived with grandma's decomposing body in one of the bedrooms for three years. How? Right. How? Why? You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's depraved. They, they, another people that go under the jail. Right. right. And we're, and we're going to have to build a bigger jail because there was a Florida woman who videotaped her daughter licking a tongue depressor at a doctor's office and putting it back in the thing of tongue depressors. What? Yeah. And there's a viral video, you may have seen it, of a passenger on a flight with no shoes on swiping the touchscreen television on the bulkhead in front of him. With his bare feet. Yeah. Jail. 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 There should be a disgusting jail for disgusting people who don't realize we're running a society here, as Costanza once said. We didn't get to talk. We we have not talked about uh, Shorty Shortenson. Oh, Barry? uh, Crazy. crazy. Is his name Barry? Oh, no. (laughs) A bagel guy. Chris Morgan. You never yeah. talked about Chris Morgan with me? That was you. Oh, was God. You. Okay, hold on. Hold because on. Because I saw him. All right, hold he on. reminded me of someone right away who Michael we Kurtz. With. Yeah, Kurtz. <laughs> He's about five foot nothing. You remember he got in a fight with another sales dude <laughs> at, at work one day? Do you remember that? Yeah. I, I don't remember it specifically, but it oh, sounds I do. eminently yeah. realistic. Yes. Yes. They got into a – because I was back there when it started. They got into a physical altercation. It was like, what the hell? And Kurtz was like 5'1", maybe, on a good day. Yeah, Kurtz is uh, he's not tall. He's feisty, though. He's <laughs> oh, not tall, but he's feisty. And he's not as hair trigger as the bagel bite, as I call him. He, he, here was the rant at 7-Eleven. Do you want to play OK Stop with this to get your comments in? I saw the one at 7-Eleven. That was kind of... You don't think that was a work a little bit? No? Well, let's just go through it, and when you want to comment, say, okay, stop. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Come on now. What's wrong with this software of mine? Boy, it is killing me right now. Hmm. Interesting. All right. I'll quit and come back. So, apparently, Bagel Bite has signed a contract to fight in a celebrity boxing match possibly, Jay, against Antoine Dotson, also a viral video fame. Hide your women, hide your kids. They be raping everybody up in here. One of the greatest interviews in the history of television was, you remember on on Tosh 2.0 where Tosh had the the web redemption? Yeah. He had had Antoine Dotson on his show. By the way, hold on, hold on. Hold on. is is uh, is Tosh point still on? I think it's still on. I think it's still, but if it, if it's not, I'll be surprised. But I believe it's still on. You know, it's a shame I didn't watch more episodes. I should go back and watch them. Yes. and really. Well, you got to watch this one. You got to watch the Antoine Dotson one because Antoine Dotson came back on the show and he was full out gay. 
He just had hair permed. He just was not hiding. <laughs> he looked swishy in this particular yes. bite. Uh, here it is right so, here. It is right here, Jay. Hold on. Okay. Well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband. Because they're raping everybody out here. The attacker got loose and went out the upstairs. So Tosh says, so Ty says, is there anything you would like the public to know? And Antoine goes, well, I would like them to know I'm openly gay. And Tosh goes, they knew that by the first three seconds of the video. So you're not breaking any news here. Wow, that's <laughs> incredible. See, that's why I love Tosh. He is so ruthlessly funny. I mean, brutally, wow, did he just go there? Yes, he did. And he funny. gets away. And and they had a skit when he was like, "Oh my God, you gotta you gotta get this rapist." And the and the guy who was uh, doing the raping in the skit had a Ben Roethlisberger jersey on. It was funny. Oh, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. All right. So as far as the bagel guy goes, here, by the way, can... I'm taking Antoine Dotson in that fight. By the way, why? Oh, over Bagel Boy. Bagel Dotson. Bagel Dotson's got the reach. Did you see the way he got washed by the guy in line, which also was the okay. best thing ever? He told, he told the guy, you shut up, too. And he goes, oh, yeah, why don't you come up here? And the guy did and put his head into the linoleum. I don't. That was awesome. Yeah, that's because the guy that's the guys. The guy was like six feet tall. That's why Antoine Dotson. There's no way a swishy queen from the hood is going to okay. beat an insanely angry white dude who's compact and has already been in a lot of fights. Antoine Dotson hasn't been in a lot of fights. Are we going to put money on this one? Well, that's if the fight even happens. If the fight happens, I'm taking Antoine Dotson in three. If the fight happens, not only are we betting, we're having a party, and we're going to buy the fight. <laughs> and I'm taking the gay black man who had, who had to fight all his life for being gay and black. That's possible. Uh, I, will, I will take him. And he, over the I'm here in the hood and I've been fighting these rapists and y'all better hide y'all women and children. Here's a bagel oh. boy. Play okay stop on this. This is okay. from the bagel, the bagel shop. Store. Everywhere I go, I get the same smirk with the biting lip. A customer just loses it because he says women reject him over his size. Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. <laughs> That's my favorite. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that up? Now watch what happens when another customer tells him to calm down. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step, step outside? Okay, stop, stop, stop. Huh? Okay, you know, yeah. he, gets, he, gets, he gets on his tippy toes. Yeah. He talks to that guy. <laughs> he bows up, though. He bows yeah. up and he gets right in his grill. And, and that guy, what? I, they didn't show a picture of that guy, but. And then, and then the guy, then the guy just bundles him up basically and says, "Okay, this is over." But he didn't actually throw any punches, which I was surprised by. Well, I think the guy was smart. He didn't want to get sued. Now, some said, some people said to me, "This guy, he was running a scam. He's looking to get beat up, and then he will sue people for money." So he's Jerry Coleman. Yeah, but Jerry Coleman's not this tough. Jerry okay. Coleman is uh, is definitely not. As uh, as aggressive as this guy, do you what? What is your net net bottom line thoughts on Bagel Guy? I I th I think he's an ass. I was 
I love. I think I watched it like ten times. Oh, it's when the guy, incredible! I, I think I, I think I did watch it. And then I saw the one where he was yelping at the. I don't know if they were Pakistanis. Pakistani or, yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that I think he goes around looking, like you said, and he's divorced. I wonder how that happened. Well, I, I just I want to find his ex-wife, and I want That's her to sit I, yeah, down so, for Inside oh. Edition to talk about how joyous whatever, however many years, months, or minutes. She could tolerate this little guy as her husband. Then I saw a picture of him with a very attractive woman on Instagram. And I'm like, well, there is always some thought who's looking for her five minutes of fame. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm not I'm not surprised by this. What's a thought? T-H-O-T is the slang yeah, term. Yeah, T-H-O-T. A, a thought is a, is a, uh, a young chick looking to get looking for her comeuppance. The easy way. Look at look at she's thirsty girl, right? She's hungry thirsty for fame. Girl. Thirsty. Yes. She yes. wants. She'll get fame anyway. And if that means, uh, you know, sucking the dick of a five foot maniac named Kim Bagel Kardashian, Boy, she'll do it. Spot of all time. Right. Kim she'll Kardashian. do it. Just give me like yes. she looks at his clicks. Look at his social metrics. She's like, I want some of that. I need some of that shit. I'll do anything. Yes. Like I said, Kim Kardashian. Yes. That's she's a thought. Okay, why do they call it thoughts again? I think we went over this, and I forgot why it was. Uh, I think it's got thirsty, hot something in there. Thirsty and hot? Yeah, that's okay. yeah. I think, yeah. I love the fact that you and I, Jay, just actually did a, uh, a Ferdy, the Ferdy Pacheco fight doctor breakdown of a potential <laughs> viral video fight between two guys. We have no idea how they actually fight. We've never seen one of them swing their fist in anger. Is he still alive? Is he not? Is he no longer signing? Freddie Pacheco. Freddie pa- yes. Well, good thing the internet's still the, open today, Scott. The, the, Freddie oh, Pacheco. The, the fight doctor. Freddie Pacheco is dead. Died oh. November of 2017. God okay. bless Freddie Pacheco. Speaking of dying, have you done the old man app yet? I have not, and I'm up to my ears. If I see one more, I'm going to break. Are you not amused at some of the? celebrities and athletes who have been old manized it's between that one and the bottle cap thingy that are just making me every what, day I get what's the bottle to, cap thingy oh the one where the people kick the bottle cap the bottom the top mm. of uh of a water bottle cap bottle challenge yeah yeah whatever. that's so I, that's so over now bottle cap it's, challenge. it's driving me every day to you know for quicker and quicker to get off the internet yeah i'm no. almost there yeah but you, so you haven't seen yourself old I don't. What's the point? I'm, I'm. I'm already. I'm almost there. I know. That's what I said. I said I don't want to see myself old. I refuse to do it. And then somebody took my mugshot, applied the filter anyway, sent it to me, and I saw it, and I couldn't unsee it. And you know what, Jay? Fucking dead ringer for my dad. A dead <laughs> ringer for my dad. Like it. The software, goddamn, nails it. I. It scared me. It startled me. How much my mugshot looked like my dad's. I would have sued that person who did that to you. <laughs> sued him. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I, would have, I would have sued them. Yeah. Uh, Wizards hired Justin Kutcher as their new play-by-play man, and they're going to rotate Gooden, Drew Gooden and Karan Butler as analysts. Did, did you do the show with Buck yet, or are you, are you, you going last, to? Last night, Buck was supposed to join me and Carol. 
the lovely Carol Maloney for Steakhouse Confidential. It was just Carol. It was still a wonderful conversation. A lot of positive feedback. If you missed Carol yesterday's awesome, episode, the she's the best. She's the fucking she's awesome. best. Um, but it was supposed to be the two of them. Buck had a, a slight family emergency, had to tend to it. So I'll get to him at some point. But this is the shittiest hire ever. Yes. Nobody knows who Justin Kutcher is. He's not Jared Kushner. He's not <laughs> Austin. He's not, uh, what's his name? Uh, Austin Kutcher. Austin no, right. Kutcher, right. He's some dude who's done play-by-play. And then not only is he, he means nothing to DC, and he's a nobody. But then we've got two analysts we're going to rotate through. So good. That'll ensure a lack of chemistry. Good job, who, Ted. Good job. Who made this hire? Apparently, it's Leonce's son, Zach. Oh, God. 30-year-old Zach Leonsis. Now, I'm not saying 30-year-olds can't make good decisions in business. I'm just saying 30-year-olds should be nowhere fucking near the top of the C-suite in business unless they built their own business from the start. Because when you're 30, Jay, you don't know shit. Let me ask you this question. You're the you're the guy who makes that decision. Who do you hire from this area? Well, I would have kept Buck Hans. Well, I would have kept uh, Buck yeah, and Shanier. And when Carol Lawson left, if I couldn't have stopped them from firing Phil Shanier, I would have kept Buck and Phil. And, and I listen critically, and I know when broadcasters go bad, like bad milk, and I say, time to go. I was relentless in saying this about John Madden during his final years. Same thing with Summerall, to the point where I was very unpopular for pointing it out. But, but, I, if they, I'm, I mean, yeah. if, if, but I'm saying if you, you could not hire Shanier or Buck, who would be the other choice? Who in this area There's has a- the chops to do that job? There is a energetic young man who went to UC Santa Barbara who once called play-by-play <laughs> who is currently stagnant in his radio career on an AM station and would love to be the voice of the Wizards, but not sure they could, hire, they could handle his firebrand style of truth and honesty. <laughs> who, who, would be, who would you want as your color analyst? I don't know. You know what? I'd, I'd hire Chick Hernandez and call it a day. Oh, okay. By the way, I would quickly then not listen. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, I would I I would take my radio and throw it out the window. Oh lord! And go. That's it. I'm done. That's that's another story. Chick Chick hears everything. He has spies everywhere, and now he's going to come to me and bitch to me. Well, I don't care. I said it, not you. I know, but I said it. But I'm the one that sits at the complaint desk all day, so I'm the one that's going to have to hear. Forward all your complaints to me. By the way, I got like. Five complaints from constituents. So I'm, I'm taking. I think I'm all stocked up on complaints. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you make of the NFL players who bitch about their Madden ratings? What was the guy in the, in the car? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Who, who hasn't been healthy for a full season? And he's <laughs> yeah. bitching about that. Right. Health ability, sixty-one, <laughs> and that's generous, right? I mean. First of all, the fact that they get to you. There we go. I guess, it, I guess it's a big deal. I will not be playing Madden 20. Period. All oh, right, oh my one. God. Uh, my overall is at 89. There, there goes sales of the game, Jay. Keenan Allen says, I'm not playing Sun City. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, that is a good if you're not over the, if you're only at the fifty, you get that reference. Right. <laughs> the ninety-one. Sixty. 
He took a drink of his, he took a sip of his drink and then had to insert Sips tea. Oh, God. A little bit excessive, don't you think? Getting tired of that thing, too. Sips tea. That's another thing I wish would go away quickly. What? Sips, sipping tea. Yeah. As a, as a, as a, as a way to dismiss people. Sure. Sip tea. Yeah. That that one's getting very old. Let me just play the last 30 seconds of this. Deep route ran into 75, like... Bro, who's making this dog? Wait, wait. Who did this? Speed's at 87. Like, bro, ain't nobody just running with me step for step like that, bro. Like, come on, dog. It's not that sweet out there, man. Like, what is you thinking? My strength is 69. Like, I'm a little boy. I'm just not understanding something. I'm not understanding. I'm an 89 on the game. Pro Bowl back to back. Thousand. I don't understand. What's up? Talk to me. <laughs> Uh, beard, was, g- beard game, ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would love the Madden uh, if Madden had a show where they talked about why they did this. I think would, they. I would I, watch that show. I think Jay, they've had features, if not whole episodes, that talk about the Madden Raiders. There are individuals that watch film, that talk to teams, and that collect as much data as possible. No lie. Oh, okay. But it's still subjective at the end of the day. And talk about your first world athlete problems. The athletes back in the 80s didn't care about their video game ratings because their figures their figures in the video game, Jay, were made out of blocks. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the first Madden from that and compared to today's Madden, it is laughable. The first Madden is laughable, and yet the first Madden was revolutionary. And the first Madden was, whoa. Do you remember when it first came out for Sega Genesis? Yes, yes We're I like, do. holy shit, look how good this is. And, and why? Because it had stats. Well, and also it had 11 on 11. And 11 it had, on 11, because it used to be like 4 on 4 oh, with, yeah. in television. If I remember, if it was like 4 on 4 within television. And it had the really cool TV angle that gave you that 3D sense to it as well. So Yes. But, you know, some it's, sometimes it's just the gameplay that makes a good football video game. I still say the Rollerball X and O video game at the arcade is fucking sweet as pie, baby. You mean... Uh, 10-yard fight? Is that what you mean? Whatever they called it, literally it was a team of X's and a team of O's, and you moved your X or your O around with a trackball. And if you went at it too hard, you'd rip your skin off your fingers and get a blister. You don't remember that? No, no, no. I do. I do. I was just going to ask, did you in charge, have you guys done the greatest sports video games of all time? I'm I'm sure you have, and I just missed it. Uh, it's not ten yard fight, Jay. That is a that is a video game that was in the uh, arcade and then ported over to Nintendo. Um, okay. I'm trying to think what it would be called, the X and O video game. Have I, have we done the best sports video games? No, but we could maybe do that tomorrow. Oh, I would love for you in charge because I don't know where, where would is the best mail. No, I'm, I'm talking video game as in twenty five cent video game. I think track and field is still. The greatest. I don't think I've spent more money oh, we, on any other game in my life than I did track and field. Oh, we talked about that. Sorry, football. Here we go. Oh, dude, yeah. Landmark game, 1978. Oh, God. 
1978, it made its debut. You get two expert players. All right, there's some some guy who's in a shop that repairs old video games talking about it. Okay, we got to wrap it up here, Jay. A couple more things, and we'll get to fuck that guy. Uh, Big Baller Brand, we mentioned this. If the brand is not dead, we were talking about Starberries, it is now. Uh, The website lists under construction has been that way for a while. And that Big Baller Brand t-shirts that used to go for $50 are now being sold for 5 bucks at volleyball games in Southern California. Oh, Oh, how the mighty have have fallen. fallen. So what do you think? Is there any value in owning a pair of Big Baller Brand shoes as sort of a sports kitchikana, like owning a DeLorean? Or something like that. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think it had. It was anywhere in the lexicon of, of of America. So no. Okay. No. Well, you don't collect shoes, so I guess it doesn't matter. And yeah, I wouldn't collect a shirt or is there a big baller brand sweatshirt? Yeah, hoodie? those those were fifteen bucks now, all discounted. Yeah. <laughs> I almost kind of want to buy it just on a laugh, on a lark. By the way, you know what the uh, horsepower of the DeLorean was? Actual horsepower? It wasn't what you think it was. It was... It was like, shit. Like 130. One, I was going to say 120. It was, yeah. There was a... Our next door neighbor had one. Yeah. And I, I, just, I just remember it was always in the shop. Do you know what... Every week. Do you know what the base horsepower of a Honda Civic is today? Lowest end? 170? 158. Okay. Up to 180. Yeah. So, in other words, a Civic is faster than a DeLorean DeLorean. was. And it also has the benefit of uh, not breaking down every five minutes. But there was nothing cooler than when those bay doors opened. Yeah. And then one more before we get to fuck that guy. Did you see about the 10-game suspension for the domestic violence assault in the WNBA. <laughs> well, they want to be treated as equals. There you go. Okay. Here's though what I have a little bit of a problem with. Sparks guard Raquina Williams or Raquina R-I-Q-U-N-A. I'm just going to tell you this. Lord knows how it's really pronounced. Okay. Raquina Williams. I, I've heard it both. Ways. I've heard it all. I've heard it always. <laughs> always, yes. <laughs> Raquina Williams. Uh, got into it with her girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, Alkiria Davis, showed up at her house, started smashing the windows of her car with a skateboard, demanded oh, she come in. God. She smashes the front door with the skateboard. The girlfriend makes the mistake of cracking the door just a little bit to, I don't know, reason with her. Like, <laughs> calm down, baby, calm down. She then forces her way in, pulls her hair, and beats the shit out of her, knocking her upside the head multiple times. Then that after like what Lawrence Phillips did. Yeah. Then after a man came and broke the shit up, Raquina went to her car to get her gat and came out and pointed the gun in the man's direction and said, you'll get all 18 referencing the size of her pistols magazine before peeling out and leaving the scene. Okay. See, that's, that's what, see, she needs to be arrested. Well, there is a criminal case ongoing, but in announcing the suspension of only 10 games, the WNBA said, based on the investigation, consultation, and careful weighing of all the facts and circumstances, the WNBA's determined a 10-game suspension was appropriate. If a man did this to a woman in any league, 
it would be a triple lifetime suspension. Or, or what's the guy from? Oh, the baseball player. Rollis Chapman. Not a Rollis Chapman. Somebody. The Cubs player. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the Cubs uh, shortstop. Did well, he serve like a forty-game suspension, or something like that? Yeah, but that that he was not even charged with a crime. It was his girlfriend complaining about abuse on Instagram. By the way, this happens in the WNBA. Didn't Shamika Holtzclaw oh, have something like this? Uh, not Shamika Holtzclaw, but if you scroll down further, the suspension surpassed the seven games given to Brittany Griner and Glory Johnson for their domestic violence arrests, plural, and the WNBA dismissed Rhonda Mapp for violating their drug policy. <laughs> so the, the WNBA has some of their own, but here's what's a little bit dicey. Man-on-woman okay. violence of this caliber is, oh my God, he'll never play again. Woman-on-woman, 10 games. Why? As we talked about earlier, it's okay to be lesbian. It's and a double be, standard, right? It's, a, it, it's, it's so a double standard, yes. It's perceived that, well, it's a fair fight. It's woman-on-woman. But it's still one partner beating the shit out of, terrorizing and threatening to kill somebody. With another domestic, right? So it shouldn't really matter then that it's woman on woman. If you really believe we are against domestic violence in all forms, then you got to be against it in all forms equally. You got to say, this fucking maniac is never going to play for us again. Amen, Zabin. Okay. Preaching Preach yes. to the choir. And you're, with that, you're, very, you're being woke. And with that, we come to fuck that guy. Here we go. Stand by. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Okay, Jay, you are up. Who do you got this week? So I hate doing uh, a lot of menial labor around the house, but the thing I hate the most is cleaning out the gutters. So usually... I'd like to contract that out to some kid in the neighborhood. Well, the, the kid who used to do it, he has since moved. So yesterday, as would happen, I get a knock at the door and some guy says, hey, I do gutters. Uh, he goes, I think, you know, yours needs to be done. I'm like, you are so right. I go, how much do you charge? He said $150. I said, for gutters? $150? You, <laughs> you must be. I, what do you, you think is a good price for that? That's a that's a $50, $70 job. <laughs> how many how many hours? How many hours was it going to take? Uh probably 20 minutes. Oh. To do the gutters. I just I'm you just I'm don't want to afraid of, I'm you, afraid of heights. That's good. No, my, that's good. Ladders are deadly. Gravity yes. always wins. I I agree with you hiring it out, but you know, he's he's got cost just to pull his truck out of the driveway. He lives down the street. <laughs> okay. There is no call. 150 bucks, as Eddie Murphy said in 48 hours. I can get blown for 150. <laughs> so, no, that is not going to happen, buddy. So, to down the street neighbor gutter guy, you say, Jay? Fuck that $150 shit. <laughs> Here's my fuck that guy. So, I'm at uh, I'm at this golf course uh, chipping. Uh, just chipping around at the little uh, short game area. And there are three little stations that have shag bags 
that you can shag bag the balls up. You know, you chunk, 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 pick them up after you chip them on the green. Yes. And usually I clean up my balls after myself, but sometimes I'll leave them lying on the green. I've been at clubs where sometimes nobody picks up the balls after themselves, right? So, yes. but normally I do. So this one time I, I, one time I didn't. In fact, it was earlier today. As I'm pulling out, and it's a, it's a fairly small cluster of about 60 or so balls around one of the three pins on the green. This guy pulls in. He sees that I am pulling out without having picked up my balls and does the palms up look like, what the hell? And I stop my pulling out. I pull back in. I calmly get out of the car and I look at him. And I say, I'm sorry, is there something wrong? And he's like, uh, yeah, just a simple question. Were, were you just chipping right now or what? And I go, yeah, I was going to go over to the putting green. I was going to come back, but I can go pick him up. He goes, well, I'm going to hit some, so it doesn't matter. And I go, oh, no, don't worry. I'm going to pick him up just like that. That is quite a hill to die on. Yes, I was wrong etiquette-wise. I should have picked up. I should have shagbagged my own chips, but I would never in a million years call anyone else out if they didn't it's not worth it that's not a hill worth dying on fuck you pal you don't belong to augusta it's not that kind of a place fuck you all right that brings us right to the end jay as always a great talk thank you brother thank you zabin we'll end on this today we talked about how Dan Snyder's mega mansion in Washington, D.C., overlooking the Potomac River, was up for sale for $49 million. And I thought, wow, that's, that's quite a property right there. Well, Joe Montana has put his house for sale in California, and it's on 500 acres, and it's only $30 million. Wow. Talk about real estate being all about location, location, location. I'm looking at the pictures of Joe Montana's incredible crib. 9,700 square foot mansion, three bedrooms, three and a half bathrooms. Okay, maybe it's a little bit cozier size-wise. But outside the main place, there's a horse riding area, basketball court, bunch of olive trees uh, that could produce anywhere from 30 to 60 gallons of olive oil every year. There's a swimming pool, skeet shooting range. There's a pond. You know, hey, uh, Joe, yeah, pool or pond, either one's fine. And two creeks to canoe in. And if that isn't enough, the pad is surrounded by the unreal Sonoma County views of mountains and trees. It's unclear why, says TMZ, why Montana is trying to unload the place. But it can be all yours for actually less than $30 million, $28.9 million. Wow. Montana played before starters, of course, started signing nine-figure contracts. Uh, in fact, Joe is the very first player to average more than $3 million per season when he signed a four-year, $13 million deal with the Niners. At the time, Montana's salary made up about 15% of the Niners' $27 million payroll. So as a percentage, it was in line with today's quarterbacks who take upwards of 16 17 18% of the salary cap. I'd buy Joe's place over I'd buy uh, Dan's. But Dan's is you know close into D.C., so you can actually live in it and go to work if you feel like working. But if you got that much money, why are you working? Just go live in, in, in Sonoma. 
and live up on 500 California acres like Joe freaking Montana. All right, thanks for listening today. Thanks to Jay for coming by. As always, we appreciate your ears in this ever-swelling ocean of podcasts out there. If you like it, spread the word. It's most appreciated. Download the ZabeCast app. It's free. And also subscribe so you get tomorrow's Friday edition. We are scheduled to have on Paul Charchian. Scheduled to appear. Sometimes things change. Anyway, thank you for listening. Have a great day, and we will see you next time.